Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson. Today we are talking about something that every parent and homeschooling mom has had to deal with, and that is attitudes. We discuss how to deal with them in your homeschooling and some of the causes. We hope you find it encouraging. We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Lastly, thank you to Homeschooling Today Magazine for their support. They're a wonderful source of regular homeschooling encouragement, so make sure you go subscribe over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Uh, I am ready. Uh, I just walked out into my office, and uh, Ben, I was scared to death because when I walked in my office, um, hold it, my screen went off. Um, you can still hear me, right? Yep. I did it. When I walked into my office, sitting in my chair was, and I'm walking away from my camera here, was sitting this little baby doll uh, that we affectionately call Crazy Baby. um, Because Crazy Baby has some eye issues where only one of her eyes opens. And uh, a few weeks ago, Ben's kids were uh, at my house and... Uh, we were in our playroom that used to be our school room playing with crazy baby and they got it kind of got carried away where they're like tossing her around and jumping on her and, uh, pretty much abusing the little baby, but the, uh, I held the baby and I attacked back and they said, crazy baby's getting us. And they're like, ah, and crazy baby was jumping on him. And, and so, uh, uh, we, they were talking about crazy baby. And so a couple nights later, uh, while they were gone, I put Crazy Baby in uh, a little high chair kind of thing. And so they came home and they found Crazy Baby. And so we've passed it back and forth a couple times now. Um, but it, it is uh, what's happening is exactly how I envisioned it. That um, I hope Crazy Baby plays, hangs around for a little while. Um, and someday when Renly gets married, it will be like in her in her the room that they're getting dressed in and she's like crazy baby uh, wow uh, that's that's a, quite the vision for this baby but it is, it oh, is that's weird, how but... you get anywhere yeah you ever know so, about the man yeah. who didn't know where he was going he never got there uh, yeah well, so, gotta have high goals so, uh, I guess. you're having a, you have a big birthday tomorrow yep hudson is turning uh four he's the middle middle child um and he's super excited and counting down and uh it should be a fun day and Renly's starting to get I think kind of a little bit jealous here so we're trying to be like <laughs> you cannot ruin it for him it is your his day you'll have one in a few weeks so uh trying to uh you know handle that but it should be fun um, yeah every, everyone's coming it's over tomorrow, hard so it's hard to se- when you're at a certain age it's hard to celebrate other kids yeah. But uh, you're right. It is part of it. And I think that's, you know, like that's one of those homeschooling lessons where you don't buy them presents, too, you know, because I know some parents who do uh, just to avoid that. And it really is. It's, really, those are the important homeschooling lessons where you're just saying, hey, this family's not all about you. And I and I love that part of yeah. teaching and definitely so yeah you also kind of had a bummer you guys were going to take a little bit of a a winter break uh, trip but fortunately had some so mom and i were going to go to florida for a couple days and uh we canceled the night before because we had a sick kid and Mm -hmm. thankfully he stayed sick and didn't get better because and this is one of the only nice things about covid covid made plane flight 
uh, cancellations doable. Uh, back in the old day, they said, I'm sorry you died. You don't get your plane ticket back. Yeah. Uh, now they're like, oh, you're sick and might have COVID? Uh, yes, you can cancel your flight. So that worked out really well. Yeah. But we're a little disappointed. I told my wife, I think I've been in a funk for the last two days, uh, just in that kind of depression. And mom even said, um, we had like the sunscreen that I was going to put in our suitcase. It was sitting on the counter and she goes, put that away. It's starting to depress me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I did. Which, yeah, so it's, yeah. Did. this is the, this is the long part, which we've talked about in the past, but hopefully, uh, you know, and if we do this for a hundred more years, we will talk about it every year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I think we're supposed to get a snowstorm tonight and tomorrow. So that'll be something. Yeah, I haven't taken the kids sledding. I need to, I don't think they've ever been. So I need to do that with them. Uh, oh, yeah. We haven't had like Sounds a good, like a long good day snow, to do but... on your fourth birthday. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so I had uh, kind of a thought, a uh, topic idea for tonight. And actually, you kind of mentioned it a minute ago a little bit. Um, but this is something we often usually have questions about at any time we say, does anyone have any, you know, uh, anything they'd like us to talk about? And people, people mention this, which is attitudes and dealing with, you know, and I thought we could maybe break it down per age group and kind of how it changes from, you know, young kids to teenagers. Um, uh, but you know, attitudes can be pretty, uh, really change everything when it comes to the day to day. And that can be, you know, a bad attitude towards, towards wanting to do a specific subject. It could just be not wanting to do anything. It could be talking back. It could just be, you know, not really, uh, um, kind of demotivated, whatever you want to kind of fill it in there. But, uh, so I thought maybe that could be our topic and maybe dad, since, you know, you're obviously, uh, dealt with all sorts of different kinds of kids over the last, uh, 30 years. Um, maybe we could go through the start with, you know, just, uh, like young, young, younger children, maybe like, uh, you know, six on up kind of deal, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10, that area. What would you say, you know, for the mom who's just struggling with my kid just is, you know, having an attitude about it, doesn't want to do any of it. What do you say for that younger child starting out? Well, I'd say, you know, for the for the youngest, so we'll say uh, five, six um, for the kid who has bad attitude about school. I wouldn't do school, um, you know, because school doesn't have to be started early. I know there's a lot of pressure put on parents, there, you know, and, and if your kid wants to do school like uh ben's oldest renly uh she she's gonna take to school like a duck takes to water um she's just gonna like all all aspects of it and you know and so they started at five almost six she's gonna be six soon um but you know even at that age for someone who loves it i would do it when it's fun and when it's not fun i wouldn't do it um, and I know we're going to talk a little bit later. Parents will say, yeah, but don't you get to decide, um, you know, what your kids are going to do? Yes. But at that age, I would pick your battles carefully, you know? And so I wouldn't let anybody push you into it, but say you were pushed into it, or maybe you even just thought it was a great idea. Your kid was super excited. They wanted to learn all kinds of things, but then after, you know, a week or a day or maybe even half a semester or a semester they say they just don't like they're they're struggling in the attitudes and everything i would weigh it carefully and then i'd say you know you don't need to do school now we're not going to do school now we're stopping we're going to let you be a kid some more 
and uh that's what i would do for the real for for that age group and even for the older age group you know for bad attitudes um you know when they're like say seven or eight and you've decided yes we are starting school um i would think probably a lot of those bad attitudes are are maybe a couple different reasons one you're doing school too long um you know they just can't like doing it for a real long period of time so i would keep it real short i mean in those ages really it shouldn't take you an hour it shouldn't be an all-day thing you shouldn't have to take a break at lunch you should be doing it for an hour or not at all you know where you're just maybe reading aloud or you're i don't know why camera's yeah, doing weird things <laughs> super weird <laughs> um but it it started doing it about a week ago um but uh um you know so i just I, I would so i would shorten the day and uh maybe even drop some of the things maybe only do the essentials like the essentials i don't mean by reading writing and arithmetic i mean more like i would do our bible time i would do our read aloud time and maybe we would just work on a few basics and then i would be mm -hmm. done um but and even if you have a kid who has great attitudes doesn't mean even at those ages that you should be doing it all the time you should even i would still say keep it short uh because this is a marathon this is not a sprint um you know so you can enjoy it for for the whole school time i think that's perfect yeah and uh, and my also thought is like deviation is the norm you know like today you know Rissa mm -hmm. does try to do school a little bit with renly not you know not much this is like learning to read doing some basic math stuff like that um just because, again, she really enjoys it. But today they were at a friend's house all day long with Rissa, you know, hanging out. Like it is not, <laughs> you know, I would say school is the deviation almost more than it isn't at this age. You know, just kind of it's something they do when they can, but it's not going to be an everyday deal until they're a little bit older. So or she's a little bit older. So, um, yeah, I think that's really good. So, I mean, I think the one, you know, <laughs> it definitely shifts, I feel like, a lot. Uh, or can into those early teen years uh, or, you know, middle school, high school or uh, junior high kind of area area. Um, do you feel like it changes much there? What would you uh, going into that? Um, you know, you've got some kids who are in that area uh, or have just come mm -hmm. out of it. Uh, <laughs> what do you feel like is the biggest, uh, you know, gets through the, the, the most with them? Well, uh, you know, now we're talking into a uh, little bit heavier. Um, now the bad attitudes are not only in your kids, but now they're in the parents as well. Uh, you know, because especially if you've been doing it from the beginning, you know, when you start, when we started homeschooling, it, we started Ben and Sam uh, at the same time. So by the time you were in, say, seventh grade, we had already been doing it for eight years, you know, and now we're starting to repeat things that we did with you guys we're doing it now with your younger brothers and sisters and maybe we're even on it on the third time you know so like i was thinking of um sing spell read and write um you know i can remember your mom sitting up there on our cd player listening to a -A apple ba -ba boy i can't remember what the the tune was um but she you know she's already done this two times she's now on the third time and so you get kind of that point where your own attitude is like i cannot do this stinking <laughs> ferris wheel one more time and so you're like being bombarded and so 
for for the parents, bad attitudes, I would say, you know, for moms, um, maybe you need to switch things up. Uh, even though the Sing, Spell, Read, and Write might be still a wonderful program and we loved it, um, maybe it's time to switch for your own good, for your own burnout, you know, just because you're tired. Uh, if you do uh, sunlight, you end up reading some of the same stories again two or three times. And, you know, there are only so many times you can read about William Bradford. There are so many times you can read about the pilgrims where you're like, I am sick of the pilgrims. I don't want to read about the pilgrims anymore. So maybe you need to choose something else. Maybe you do a different cur curriculum for that. Now, for the kids burnout, I think that's kind of different. Um, and I think this is where uh, that that sometimes some parents, we get confused. We think it's about um, doing what makes the kids happy. Because parents will hear me talk and they'll say, so you mean if my kid doesn't want to do this, then we can just stop? You know, if he don't want to do math, we don't have to do math. And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. But if your kids are frustrated by it, burned out by it, um, maybe you decide what's good for your kids and what's not good for your kids. So, you know, for those middle schoolers, you know, or even a little bit younger than that, um, you know, there are some uh, skills that you need to have really to survive. One of those is reading. One of those is basic math and by basic math is addition subtraction multiplication division maybe there's something else in there as well um some would say fractions i'm not going to say fractions because i can get around without fact fractions just fine um i think percentages I wanna... is actually one that i feel like i use the most <laughs> honestly yeah and some you know and some of those things really if you know those basics you can right. learn percentages exactly. quickly on your own as an adult, because really, probably I'm going to guess you had to do a little review when you went to go find the first 35 percent I mean, of something. Yeah, you know? I'm not using <laughs> I'm using percentage uh, calculator dot net all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, so I think, you know, if you're if you want your kids to not just be successful, because I don't like that word. If you want them to be successful as parents, be successful as people, not to make a lot of money, I'm not talking about that. Then, you know, you want your kids to be able to do those basic maths. Math, you want them to be able to read and write. You know, do they have to be writers? No, but they have to be able to communicate. Do they have to be great spellers? No, um, I'm not a great speller. I never will be a great speller, ever. Um, but we have spell check and we have other things like that. Um, so when my kids are frustrated with those basic maths, math, I don't know how you say that, math, mathas, <laughs> plural, I don't think that's right. <laughs> basic math, you know, in my head as a parent, I say, well, you know, my kid really needs to do basic math. So even though he may be struggling in it and maybe he's burnt out with it, maybe we're going to limit it. We're going to shorten it a little bit, but we're still going to plug away. Um, you know, maybe we don't worry about fractions right now. Maybe we go back to math facts because I want my kids to know their math facts. And so we work on them. Um, and I think really, even the things that you get frustrated with and burned out by, if it's in small doses, you can kind of handle it. Um, you know, and then some things maybe you're going to decide this is not a battle worth fighting for. I'm tired of it. He's tired of, or maybe we're just going to take a break. Um, I know there was a time where Ben was probably in about that age 
And Ben's mom said, I cannot teach this kid anymore. I need to stop. And so they took a break. I don't know if Ben remembers this. He probably doesn't. Um, but Debbie quit homeschooling him. Now, we didn't put him in school. Uh, we were thinking about boarding school, um, <laughs> Swiss school. Um, <laughs> but she just said, I'm going to play games. So I remember they went outside. They, it was spring. They were playing outside. They were having fun together. And then they kind of eased back into it when, when they kind of made it through that. Um, but I know some moms who just kind of plow through and uh, not only does that burnout not go away, it, it kind of fosters and it becomes, it becomes something greater. Um, you can get stuck and you can think, I hate math. I never want to do math. I'm not going to do math. Um, or you, even if you don't get stuck there, you start looking at your mother as the enemy and you begin to resent her. You begin to resent homeschooling. And sometimes you can tie that into being resentful to everything that they hold dear, you know, even God in that. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got a question kind of follow up on that. But before we do, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Um, you should definitely go support them. They support us. Uh, but also they're an amazing math curriculum. And we have a lot of people reach out with questions. And honestly, a lot of them revolve around math uh, or the struggle that that can be between them and their kids. And uh, we think Teaching Textbooks takes a lot of that uh, conflict or strain out. It's more, it's fun. It's engaging, um, or as fun as math can be. I think, um, I really enjoyed it. My siblings have enjoyed it. Uh, and we think you will too. If you haven't already used them before, you can check out a free trial and a demo lesson over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. They have family plans. They have monthly plans and you can do it from any device that has an internet browser. So it's really easy uh, to access as well. So go check them out. We really appreciate their support. And, I, you know, and even talking to the guys who uh, started teaching textbooks, um, you know, they they would firmly uh, affirm um, that, you know, at a certain level, not every kid needs to know advanced algebra. Not every kid needs algebra, um, you know, but if your kid wants to take algebra, teaching textbooks will get you through it and make it as painless as possible. Also, we want to thank Homeschooling Today magazine. Um, as they say, you know, join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparison, taking control over their children's education, choosing courage over fear, and letting God lead and homeschooling boldly. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or current or where you are currently or on the path. Uh, I botched that up. Parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. And again, um, I'm uh, happy to be part of the uh, the writers uh, who write for the magazine. It's a great magazine. And really one of the reasons we're partnering with them is because uh, we believe in their message because we believe it'll help you smile and uh, do exactly what they just said they were going to do. So check out Homeschooling Today magazine. You can get check out their digital version or sign up for um, their hard copy version, which feels good in your hand. Yep. It's a beautiful magazine, so definitely do that. Um, but one of the other, I think... I think there are some other causes of attitudes or at least help um, 
can create a bad attitude. And one that we haven't mentioned yet is uh, technology. I think that can definitely mm-hmm. play a role in that. Um, did you see that? Have you have you since that? I mean, I've we've even seen it. You know, with screen like if the kids have been watching a lot of movies or you know, like if let's say that for a while there we were all sick for a long time, so we were they were watching a lot. And anytime, you know, there was a little while there where, you know, they had fun playing and stuff, but it felt like they were always wanting to do that. And they were whining a lot about it. And it just felt Mm -hmm. like it was just becoming consuming with their minds, you know, for a little bit there. Um, So we kind of tried to cut back a little bit and get it back under control. And that's really, we feel like we've seen a lot improvement the last, you know, few weeks with that. Uh, Did you have things that you feel like were linked to that? Uh, Was that reflected for you, Uh, especially maybe as they got older? Sure. Um, And really, even in in the younger ages, um, now our routine, this is our routine. So uh, mom and I get up, um, I kind of go do my thing, you know, I get ready in the morning. And mom always exercises, she exercises, she has her quiet time. And we have a a sauna that she detoxes in that for about 25 minutes. and so the kids, uh, they'll they'll watch Dude Perfect in the morning or something like that, some Lego YouTube thing. Um, but I remember when our kids were really little and when we were homeschooling, we would often do that same thing where the kids would watch um, PBS in the morning. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have anything else. And I can remember when it came time for school and we'd say, OK, guys, it's time to turn off TV and it's time to do school there was always a battle. And so we got to the point where we said, we're not gonna do TV in the morning. And we saw a huge change. Um, you know, they would play, it's hard for the first little while because they don't know what to do with themselves. But once they get, then there's not that abrupt switch between school and, or life and school. You know, it just kind of blends right into it simpler. Um, so yes, I think, you know, turn off the TV maybe before you start your day. And maybe that will make school going into it a little bit easier. Also, you know, you cut that out and you're not fighting over when you're starting and you finish up even earlier. Um, And then sometimes when you use the incentive of when you're done with school, you can play your video games or you can watch something. Sometimes that becomes all they can focus on. And so, you know, they're pushing you not to finish up, you know, not and they're not working harder. That just is like it's all consuming. So we didn't use that as a reward. Sometimes we even put that off later. We said, okay, your hour of video games that you get to play today, you don't get to play till this afternoon. You know, so you're not going to ask me about it. You're not going to push me through school. It's not when we're done. It's just this afternoon, like later in the afternoon. So I think I think you're right. Um, uh, it can cause that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I think just the, you know, it's a it is literally a, a chemical thing, you know, going on in our brains when there's when there's something like, you know, whether it is TV or if it's you know something on their phone. You know, a lot of kids now, you know, younger age do have access to devices or games or whatever it is. It, it you know it can be such a charged mentally fun thing that it can feel like nothing else is enjoyable and i've felt that at times you know and and then when you're asked to do school it's just like 
<laughs> you know, not your first choice. So uh, if you do feel like they are on it a lot, that could be something obviously that might require mm-hmm. some, uh, you know, trimming back. Um, what about friends? Do you feel like that uh, impacts and have you seen that over the years at all? Or um, I know I definitely can, uh, you know, with the people you're around and who's inputting um, stuff into you, especially with social media. That's something that you never really had to deal with, you know, as much when we were younger. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, you know, on it a little bit later towards, but I mean, honestly, like, I guess it would be the kids now more, um, you know, since they are, you know, a little bit more aware, but how do you feel like that has an impact? In what way? Like, in, in what do you, what do you mean? Ben? Well, I think friends can definitely make an impact like in your friend. attitude ho- towards homeschooling. If you have, you know, just wanting to be with friends all the time. Uh, you know, I've seen it with some of our siblings where certain friends, you know, live a certain lifestyle. So they kind of have an attitude overall of just a little bit more like, you know, kind of, uh, bothered by the way they do things, you know, or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think the people you're around can definitely impact your contentedness or your just general uh, attitude, you know. Because again, I'm not saying every second of homeschooling attitudes is related to homeschooling, but you know, if your attitude as a whole is negative, that will impact homeschooling as well. If that makes sense. So I, I think know. yes, <laughs> and but I would say, you know, what I would what I want for my my kids is I want them to think that what we have going here at our home and our homeschool is the best thing going. So um, I know that some kids who feel like, man, they work all day long. They're doing school on the weekends. You know, they have to do it in the evenings, you know, and then they hear about their friends who don't. Why wouldn't they, you know, be burned out? Why wouldn't they look at somebody else's life like it's better? Um, And I just think, again, that's not what we want for our children. We don't want to work them so hard that we cause them to jump ship, as some people have said. Um, you know, and I think it could be even more so with social media, because even though I have kids who, you know, I have a son who likes to look cool and and whatever, I don't think for a heartbeat he would ever say, you know, I wish I wasn't homeschooled. Yeah. Um, now he might say, oh, it looks fun to go to this place where there are all these kids all the time. I mean, of course, that looks fun for everybody, you know, um, but uh, but I just again, I would work real hard to make your home feel like a great place to be. So, you know, like tomorrow um, here at our house uh, now, we it may not work out this way. But, um, you know, if we have a snowstorm when all the other schools are closed, I would say close your homeschool. You know, well, yeah, but you don't need to. Right. No, of course you don't. But, you know, you want him to him or her to think that you've got a great thing going and they're not penalized because they're in so home, their homeschool. Penalized? Yeah. I don't know. I say penalized. Penalized? Hmm. No. Interesting. That is the probably the correct way to say no, it's penalized. Know. And we'll no. have to look this look this up. <laughs> uh, so, um, so, you know, again, and that might be another thing. So I, I like the idea of. You know, you being flexible in your homeschool so you can do other things or, um, you know, that you get to go to McDonald's on a Wednesday or or whatever. You can stop and you can make cookies. And those are all benefits of being homeschooled. And so, you know, if your kids are looking longingly because yours is so difficult, I would I would probably work to make it less difficult. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I think uh, I think that's a good place to maybe wrap it up here if you want to bring us to a close. Um, I know that obviously attitudes can be extremely draining. And I think it's just important to remember that, you know, a lot of times it is also even just seasons. You know, there are there are times where I mean, mm-hmm. we've gone through one recently, which is one of our kids, you know, where it does just feel like we're having to work a lot more on that attitude. But it does feel like if you focus on it and you stick with them, that those times can pass and do pass. Uh, and your kid will know that, you know, you you love them. You're trying the best you can. And um, so don't lose hope in the hard times when attitude feels all encompassing. Oh, yeah. So. And again, because this is a marathon, this is the long. Yep. I mean, if whenever you watch a sports, some sports movie, usually it starts off. There's a new coach who comes to town and he takes this ragtag group of kids and he turns them to, into champions. But usually the story goes, and I see this play, he plays them really hard. He's almost overly mean to them, you know, and they're working really hard and they're winning games, but now they've lost the fun in football. And so the coach then, he, he it dawns on him, he, he, he steps back and he takes them and they all go do something fun. And he goes, you know what, we're going to enjoy the have the fun again and then they become and they win the championship and they all love the coach and he dies tragically at the end um but you know i think that's what we get to do you know maybe if you and because they get to that point of burnout where they go this is no fun anymore we don't like it anymore that's you know again this is a long haul so when you if you get to that point you know take a you know stop and do something different and then get back into it. Um, and remember that it's about those kids that you have. It's not about the subject subjects they're caring, uh, they're, they're, they're doing, um, you know, know when to stand up to your kids and make them plug along, you know, even through the burnout and when to stand down and to take a break. And it's, it's not kid directed, it's parent directed. Um, so, you know, I, again, the burnout comes, goes hand in hand with homeschooling. Um, I hope you're not discouraged. And if you are, just take a little break. You know, that's the magic of homeschooling with the you can become a a homeschooling mom superhero with the click of your fingers that you can say you can turn a school day into a non-school day. So um, have a great uh, rest of the week. Um, You know, don't be discouraged. Take a break if you need to. And of course, don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you need more encouragement, head on over to our website, smilinghomeschooler.com, and pick up one of my dad's books. They're full of encouragement and humor, and they'll help you smile. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring Smiling Homeschooler. We couldn't do this without them. We really appreciate their support. Go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. But have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.